Welcome to Horrorsperia. My name is May. And my name is Quarantine Clint. Quarantine Clint. Yeah, you know, like uh, on Twitter when people change their names for I, whatever is going on in the world. Know, I have, I've never changed mine for 11 years. And Whoa. I ask like every other year, hey guys, should I change my display uh-huh. name? And everyone's like, no, you're slim. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, it's Where did ref- that come from? What is that? That's a reference to my favorite Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart film to have or have not. And Lauren Bacall's character is slim in it. And when mm. I got my Twitter, it was 2009. So yeah. it was my freshman year. Humphrey of, Bogart's movies were really popular back then. You're looking then. at Humphrey Bogart right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just registered Oh, that there joke. is. There's a picture of Hom- Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, I'm a big Humphrey. Then there's one over there. Actually, that's the one from my Twitter name. I'm just so, pointing to stuff in my place. I am older <laughs> than you. Yeah. But I'm going to pull a pull a fast one on you. What? Who's Humphrey Bogart? Oh, my God. You're not. You're such an idiot. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know who this man is. Yes, you do. I'm yeah. sorry for this man. <laughs> but I do not recognize him. So this is going to be a special pod. Because yeah, what are it's we just going to be me and Clinton bullshitting first. Yeah. But hour. however, I will. We were, we're going to drop some gems on you. No, yes. In all seriousness, mm-hmm. we are coming from quarantine day. Who cares anymore? Yeah, it's been a while. I remember on the, the pod that we just released, mm-hmm. I was so proud of us for saying like quarantine week two. Yeah, we started on this date because now who cares? Yeah. It, we just want to know when it'll end. When did the zombies finally eat their last brain and, and we can go back outside again? Delia said something yesterday. She was like, if we survive this, then we should do something. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, so vague. I was like, OK, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been um, it's been a, it's been at least a month now. Yeah. And yeah. Um, me and Clinton, we've been watching a lot of stuff. We've actually mm-hmm. been the most productive with Horror Spiria than we've been in like... Absolutely, yeah. Actually, very long time. it's one of the few quarantine-friendly things we can do. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's not like we got a lot of people around here. <laughs> yeah. And it is essential, okay? No, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're... Clinton and I are the only people we're seeing outside of our home lives. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Pretty thank much. God, I don't, I don't know what I would do without Clinton wow. in general. Yeah. Um, Same, these. <laughs> so I'm so grateful. Me too. Me too. To talk about the good stuff. Yeah. The trash. The trash. You know. Yeah. So basically the premise for this podcast, and by the way, I asked my students to contribute. I'm like, oh, hey guys, cool. send me some, some, yeah. they ignored it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, I know they must be going through the tough times. No, I know. Yeah, they are. They probably Um, just don't care. (laughs) Also, recommendations. I feel like now there's so much to watch. People just throw words at you. Yeah. You're like, okay, might as well. As soon as they say it, I'm like, no, I don't want to see that. You know? (laughs) Um, Actually, I've been doing the opposite. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so you. Told I'm me- haggard. I'm I'm so worn down by the quarantine. <laughs> Clinton, I'm right on my now, bullshit. This is- <laughs> Clinton's like, I hate everything. Yeah. This is just me talking, so yeah. I could be happy for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get by. No, you know. Okay, no, we'll talk about. Okay. It. So. 
the premise for today, everyone. We are going to tell you what we've been watching. A lot of it is genre stuff. A lot of it is not genre stuff. But also, you might want to hear what we like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because our recommendations are good, unlike everyone else's that I get that <laughs> isn't anyone listening. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. This is going to be Do good you, stuff. Does your family still listen to us? You know, they haven't mentioned it in a while. Oh, man. I think we may have taken a break that was too big. It, it broke off some we, of our, we of faded. my family obvious, audience. We faded. We faded. <laughs> we faded. Yeah. But now we, maybe we have more freedom. If no one's, you know, for my family's listening, well, I can really get into the They're saying that the podcast. In my life. <laughs> they're saying, oh my gosh, is that going to be the next, like, you're just saying stuff. And I love it. Like, uh-huh. I love Unhinged Clinton. Yeah. Okay. But like, wow. I'm we're, on we're gonna the edge of, of insanity. Oh, hey. <laughs> Everyone, Lady Gaga's... Um, new shit. New shit? Yeah. Okay, she's doing... Did she go gl- back to the old Gaga? Listen, I think her new shit's great. Okay. Stupid love is great. Okay. Um, But no, she's doing this uh, big live music festival on Saturday uh-huh. for Global Citizens Org. Literally everyone, their mother is doing it, but the killers are doing it. So I wow. must drop it. Killers and, also, and Lady Gaga. Gaga at the same online thing. I don't, f- I don't know right? how any of these things work. Yeah. They'll be like, it's live. And then it'll be like something they pre-recorded. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, listen, honestly. Don't do this to me during the quarantine. <laughs> no, seriously. And, and to talk about menial things and not really talk about the obvious tragedy and mm-hmm horrific politics going on i think one of the like most personally worn down moments for me is realizing that i may not go to a concert again until next year um sturgill simpson you remember sturgill simpson is i've talked a, about yes because he okay. sounds like a country singer but he's not yes, he's a no he's a country singer oh, he is. but it's, it's like psychedelic country oh, right. it's, it's country for the people He's Country great. for the people, you were about to say. I was going to see him on March 15th. Uh, so a couple days after the lockdown was announced, I remember that was the first cancellation I got. And I was like, man, I'm so bummed because I've loved him for so such a long time and I really wanted to see him. Mm-hmm. And just a few days ago, he posted that he has covid what he yeah. got it yeah he got it and he said that he's been feeling symptoms since march 14th and, uh, and when i was supposed this? to see him on march 15th oh he posts uh-huh. so actually it's, it's an even bigger story he so he started feeling symptoms since march 14th uh-huh. but and he was trying to get tested since march 14th but through all of the bullshit that's yeah. going on yeah. he wasn't able to be tested until april 9th and um and and then yeah confirmed positive yeah um but things like that really just like i mean we've already lost like john prime Mm -hmm. and adam schlesinger was actually pretty hard for me because i loved fountains of wayne growing up oh and i really love that thing you do that's one of my Mm. favorite favorite movies that's a fun one that's a rewatch yeah, and um, and I never I, I liked watching clips of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and every single time I would, it Did would always have, be the music. Oh, he co-wrote all the music okay. with the with Rachel. Um, wow, that's awesome. But yeah, I mean, if the quarantine or if COVID takes Sturgill Simpson, I don't, I don't do it. Even don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, live music right now, like 
and you know this, I go, I go to concerts a lot. You it's do. like my that's thing. That's a big thing. Yeah. That's not, that's kind of like, I would, I think it's like a soul regenerating experience for you. Yeah. There's an energy <laughs> that's that Because I always cry during concerts, but I do like, it's just, they, it means so much to me. And that that's really uh, been bringing me down yeah. among other things, but this is a happy space for us. Oh today. yeah, let's get pumped. Let's let's punch <laughs> it up a notch. I honestly, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I really have been enjoying watching more stuff than ever before. Let's hit hit me with something right off the top. Well, right off the top, I'll actually make you happy. Okay. Let's talk about Avenue Five. Ooh, Avenue Five, the sci-fi comedy from HBO, produced by Will Smith. Are you fucking with I me? I think so. He's on the team. That's weird. Yeah. Why? I think I think he knows good comedy. And I don't think that's a thing. You don't think, I think he I think he's got the money to be like, yeah, let's make this space vision happen. But I it, it for me, I knew it wasn't gonna be a heart. Like I didn't even look into how the show was being greenlit because okay. you know who's the creator, right? No. Oh my god. Okay, well, this makes more sense than Will Smith. The creator is Armando Iannucci. Uh from Created Veep. And Veep, Veep is okay, okay. probably HBO's most successful comedy since Succession. Since um, Succession. Well, so, so, <laughs> since that other show that came out after it? Isn't Succession oh, okay, newer I'm than sorry, Veep? I'm sorry. Other way around. Okay. See, we're, I'm dumb in quarantine. No, other way around. I think Succession... I, I don't think HBO has had another comedy that hit since, like Veep. Since, since Succession. And now Veep this one? is very important. What I'm saying is that I'm pretty sure Armando just pitched it and yeah. they greenlit it. They're and like, then, whatever, man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You gave us Veep. But this is a high production. That's why I think Will Smith is on it. It's a high production comedy. Yeah. The sets I on this thing. Say that. The cast. Yeah, because it's got 100 people. He, oh my God, it actually does have a lot of people. He usually does like political stuff yeah like he also did the death of stalin which is a movie i haven't seen that have you seen that i did see it yeah um but it's like very political mm -hmm. um but like quick fire rapid kind of stuff and i could feel that tone mm -hmm. in um avenue five as well mm -hmm. but i will say the thing that kind of like offsets it is just like this insane like it, I mean, it's it's a genre piece. It's sci-fi, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and and yeah, so how about you tell me why you love it? Pitch it to the people. All right, pitch it to the people. I started wow. watching this because he told so me to watch it. I am so bad at pitching. But here's the thing. I'm very bad at pitching so far, so all, I apologize. But here's the thing. <laughs> I just... The show is smart. And it... it I didn't... I like Veep, but I wasn't a huge fan of Veep. And really, I, I love really? Veep. What I, I think the one thing working against me is I mm -hmm. like Veep too much. Oh. And I'm like, this isn't Veepy enough for me. To me, it's a little more scripted than Veep. Whereas a oh, lot of yeah. the Veep joke humor seems improvisational. Oh, yeah. Um, and I like, so I like this. I like improvisational better. stuff more, yeah. Do you? So just the premise allows for so many comedic moments I've never thought of before. And listen... I'm a comedic genius in my own head. So I don't often watch comedies and think like, wow, I never thought of that before. <laughs> Not that like I thought of jokes before or whatever, but, but I'm never really surprised as much as I am during Avenue 5 when I'm like, 
Oh my goodness, what a hilarious situation. And not just because it's awkward, like a lot of shows where, oh, awkward, oh, look at the camera, the whole Jim from the office thing. I love awkward. Yeah. So <laughs> so for me, Avenue 5 is really fun is and smart. Grounded and, more in reality, even if the reality yeah. isn't a reality. It's silly. And oh, the casting is so good. I love every, almost every single character brings some different dimension to it that's interesting what do you so i I, as you you can tell i really love it what do you how do you feel about it so far um i i'm definitely gonna keep watching it but i will say i i feel like the plot is almost a little too convoluted Hmm. um like I, i have trouble like keeping track of a couple of things but again i think that's because i'm more used to his stuff being like accessible Mm -hmm. like you can watch veep for dummies Anyway, um, but no, I mean, I, 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 I feel his comedy tone in it. So I like that a lot. I didn't know Josh Gad was funny. Who's Josh Gad? I think Judd, the blonde. Oh, yes. That all I know that dude from is Frozen. And I was oh, like, Olaf voice. That's Olaf, dude. Oh, I hate Olaf. But, I know. I hate Olaf too, but, but good that for dude him. is really good funny. For him. Yeah, he's really funny. He's perfect. I and you, you heard. I I hate Hugh Laurie. And, I, and yes, I, do you like him he, in the show? He's annoying on the show, but in a way because he he has that twist that I'm not gonna You're spoil. Right. Yeah. Um, like I I'm like, oh okay, this actually kind of works for him. And the yeah. one thing that I do like about Avenue Five is that it is ensemble you would say that it is right? ensemble yes and, and 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 so it's not like he's the focus whereas like house it was like right. house yeah yeah <laughs> um that was my Hugh Laurie impression very good um, uh, yeah. I think probably the most underrated or I haven't really looked at reviews so I can't say but I think what I want more of is Andy Buckley I don't know his character's name. Which character is it? He was David Wallace on The Office, Andy Buckley. Yeah, so yeah. That dude. He is the breakout star of that show. Andy Buckley is probably one of my favorite comedic actors, and he just doesn't get enough. So the fact that he's like, he's just so He nails some, there's some angle that he nails for his character that I've never seen before. Earnest, but funny. Yeah. But absurd. And not, yeah, not just, but not just absurd, not just shocking. It's not just like Michael Scott's character from The Office. It's not some of the other characters from the other shows. It's some twist where he's, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, his delivery is insane. It's insane. And then the other one that I super love Mm -hmm. is Gabe from The Office. Which one's Gabe from The Office? He's the one that sang during the funeral. He has big blue. I don't know his real name. He has big blue eyes. What character eyes. is he in the show? I don't know the character's name yet. Oh, like what does Stubble. he do? He is, I, I think I might just need to, anyway, you guys. That might be the person I'm thinking of. Okay, tell me. Who's the person you were saying? <laughs> no, oh, God. No, describe Here's to me who you're thinking of. I'm thinking of the guy who is in charge of uh, relations between the people on the ship and the. I think you're right. That so that's who I think is the most the breakout star. Oh, yeah, you got who confused. Was I confusing it with? Oh, okay, 
I actually agree. Yeah. Everything that you said, because uh-huh. I said this verba- verbatim to someone yesterday. I was like, he can just talk. Yeah. And it's funny. Yeah. And and like like that singing part in the funeral, I yeah. was like, what the hell? Everything, everything he does, I'm like, this character yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, I think that's my favorite on the so show. So who were you talking about? A guy from The Office? Because when you said yeah. The Office, I thought he had been on The Office. He is on The Office, but okay. he actually has a lesser role than... Um, than Andy Buckley does on The Office. Andy Buckley. So Andy Buckley is this guy. Okay, she's pulling up the Googles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I also love him. Those are my two favorites. And his wife, I think, is Yeah, his wife is really funny. These might be... They might be playing, like, comedic roles that were really common 60 years ago or something. Like, I'm sure this has been done before in comedy, but I haven't seen it. Uh, Yeah, I love it. Two thumbs up from me. Yeah, absolutely. Those are two. Both of them are, are on the same level for me. And then someone new that I'm liking. I think the mm, I know two you're people say. that I, who say it. No, you, and I'll just say yes. I knew it. <laughs> okay. I, again, I don't know character names, so okay. I'm sorry for typifying them by their uh, physical features. Yeah. But the Asian assistant. Oh yeah, she's and really the, good. Yeah. Uh, engineer. Yes. Yes. Those are also. Well, which engineer? Because you just made the. the <laughs> Sorry, I the just hands made gestures. As if you had the She's big a... hair off to the side. Yeah, the one with the incredible hair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her. she. But also, I think the woman who plays kind of opposite to the house care houses. Isn't um, that them? So, well, when you say the hair out to the side, I'm thinking of the one that works back at the base. No. Who's also really good. Right? Actually, those are my this three. This must be terrible actually, to listen to. If you've never watched the show, I'm so sorry. I actually think the women on the show are probably the strongest Ex- of yeah. the show. Some, I, yeah. I, I think very, very, the very other the only other male characters that I think are really good are Andy Buckley, Gabe from The Office, and uh Josh Gad. I, I that that's just a fun character, yeah. Judd. Yeah. He's a fun character. Um Anytime there's a Hugh Laurie scene, I feel like it's kind of like, okay, it's a Hugh Laurie scene, but (laughs) (laughs) like there's a, there's just so many weird reveals with that character that I still don't care, but I'm definitely going to keep watching. Have you watched the whole season? No. Is is the whole season done? I think so. It ends kind of abruptly, I think. Okay. But it, but in in a way that's like, yeah, I want to keep watching. I'd rather end abruptly than end with like a... Yeah, I mean, and I think it's it's gonna obviously have legs. I um, hope so. It's probably yeah. a lot of money to make. I think. I keep wondering. If, you're gonna laugh at me. Yesterday, I was I was watching it with my best friend, and I was like, "So, do you think that they do this on a green screen?" And she was like, "Obviously." Oh, <laughs> well, you know, but, but, but I would love a mixture, to know. I would guess. No, yeah, that, but, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, they I wonder like how sets. much is a real set, yeah. right? Because Which I think gives the charm. There's so way, much detail. In a way, I especially think it in the big conference room yeah. area. They, but they have like, like giant statues. But it, that yeah, one. and they have like the different platforms. I'm like, I wonder if just the platforms exist and everything, like even the background mm-hmm. is is green screen. Green, green screen. Or I wonder if this actual, if they actually built this actual structure. Listen, Will Smith could build a new. I'm so 16th confused chapel. by the Will because I don't think Will Smith. I think the man just knew he knew gold when he when he sees it. <laughs> And he's tired of starring in bad boys movies and 
Oh. Other movies where he's the hero or whatever. Yeah. No, no. Oh my God. That was my cat, if you were able to pick that up. She's Murrin. She's Purrin. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I guess Avenue Five is the first Avenue one. Avenue Five. Yeah. It gets a recommend from me. Yeah. And does it I, get a recommend from you? Yes, it does. And I just want to say, following up on the last pod, mm. I finished The Righteous Gemstones. Okay. It is one of my favorite comedies I've ever seen. Really? I really hope there's a second season. Mm-hmm. Boom. Boom. There it is. Okay. So, so what are you gonna talk All about? All right, let's go to the, let's go back to our wheelhouse here with the pod. This is Horror Spiria. If you're just tuning in now, don't even worry about it. We're gonna talk about horror <laughs> movies. So, one of the movies I watched was Baccarat, which I think we might be doing a, our next pod on yes. with some other films. Yes, Baccarat is a Brazilian movie, recent. I think 2019. It would 2020 2020-ish. 2020-ish. It would be in the indie theaters right now. Yeah, were it not for this Corona villain. Yeah, but the kind of cool thing is, I think all around the country, I think almost every single indie theater has its screening. Holding yeah. hands together. We are the world. You can stream it to save an indie theater near you. Uh, I'm actually, some, I didn't mm-hmm. know it was a genre film. Yeah. And the way they market it to me, they almost overly market it as like, oh, maybe this is sci-fi or, or like, oh, this is a weird foreign movie. <laughs> when, when you watch it, it's not really, it's not sci-fi. It's not really that weird, but then it is. So then it is a genre film. That's cool. If I were to market it shh, poorly, <laughs> then I would I would say this is the Brazilian Get Out. Um, really? Yes. Interesting. But I like hate. I just hate. We also that hate it. Sentence, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So strike that from the record and from the world. <laughs> but it is kind of hard if, not to compare us. it after you watch it. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Very cool though. Yeah, it starts slow. I should have I watched Baccarat with her. I didn't. Yes, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did after the first forty minutes. I was like, oh, you know, it's just it took it takes its time, but. Overall, I'd watch it again, and that's my highest compliment. And honestly, as you basically don't like anything. I, I mean, and I like stuff, but not to watch again. <laughs> no, that's fair. I, I'm really excited to see Baccarat. I'm definitely going to be watching it soon. So Let me give her a little plot. Okay. Yeah, it's please. A, uh, a small town in Brazil, and people end up dying. It kind of becomes under attack, dot, dot, dot. I think you just spoiled it for me. Damn. <laughs> uh, people, maybe they die. No. Yeah. It just spoiled it for me because you told me the theme of our next pod. So I know what to expect. Oh, okay. Well, listeners, okay. you don't know L- what listeners, we're talking about. You don't know Sorry. what we're talking about, but I just thought. But that, now May has seen the entire film front to back. <laughs> that pregnant pause told me everything Ooh, I had to know. Gave birth to the entire movie. No, but I, I'm really excited to watch it. I, yeah. I, I wanted to watch it just to support. And you did it through Sun Cinema, right? Mm-hmm. Sun Cinema yeah. is one of Washington, D.C.'s coolest Epso. indie movie theater screening people, neighborhood cool joint that you could do there. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, um, but I mean, it's, it's also Parkway at Baltimore. So, um, you know, it, it, I think if you might all, be this theater near you too, which we don't honestly, need to probably make, cinema yeah. arts. Yeah. yeah. Cinema arts. Uh, we should look into that. Um, Baccarat. Baccarat. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, okay. So, so yeah. What you got? Throwing it back. Okay, at we'll you. we'll do another. We'll Are we do, going so, in genre or out of genre? We're gonna go. We're gonna stay in genre. There, we're we're going all over the place today. We're just talking. Um, I've been watching Shutter. Hell, you know what? I actually just got a membership as well. I'm giving Clinton a very weird look. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm supporting the scary arts. I'm I'm giving him a look because I'm like, really? Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, thank you. Is it a real membership or did you do the the free trial so far? (laughs) I knew it, but I intend on forgetting about it in six days and letting it letting it roll. It's not six days; it's thirty days. Well, I think I have a seven day free trial, bro. It. Shh, guys, okay. You know, you click Everyone, a link. Excuse me, excuse me. For listeners, actually, pretty much all our listeners is my students, and I already told oh my god, my cat yeah. just ran out. Promo code. Shut in 30 days. That's the promo code? Yeah, shut in. That would have been helpful. <laughs> this is what you get for like doing things. That's without all right. You know what? Me. This they deserve six, seven dollars. I think it's only six. No, I think it's I only five. I signed up for the extra. I signed up for the What's extra. extra. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah, kidding. I know you're an idiot. <laughs> this is such a bad pod. No, I'm kidding. This is a good one. Okay. Um, anyway, so I've been watching. I've been reading a lot too. On Shutter. <laughs> stay stay been, on the track. <laughs> no, because it relates. Okay. I've been reading as well. Um, I just read this book called My Best Friend's or- <laughs> My Best Friend's Exorcism. Ooh. Yeah. But- my best friend gave it to me <laughs> for my birthday and it, it was the first book I read in quarantine and it's written by this guy called Grady Grady Hendrix Grady Hendrix and um it, it's like a cute book you know I like I, I would recommend it if you like like it it's it's gonna be an interesting movie I think oh it is gonna be it's a movie of, yeah yeah it's one of those books that as I read it it's I was title. like yeah I was like this is going to be a better movie than it is a book. Is it a rom-com horror? No. Though I almost wish that it had been. I was like, they should have made them gay. It would have made Ooh, such a better book. That would elevate um, a lot But of they're plots. not gay. Um, so don't don't get too excited about queer context being yeah. a thing here. Okay. Um, anyway, so. How does that relate to Shudder? So it relates to Shudder because I've been watching a lot of stuff on Shudder. And one of the things that I watched is a movie called Satanic Panic. Oh, okay. I I think you need to watch this movie. Okay. So watch it. Watch it tonight. I'm pull up my Shudder app right now. Yeah. Satanic Panic. So Satanic Panic is a 2019 Shudder exclusive. So it was actually made by Shudder. I'm pretty sure. It's not just one of those things where Shudder bought the rights. Um, Are you sure? Yes, because it's an American film. And okay. this is just, it was like, a fi- so I love the box. Love the box. <laughs> the, the poster. Love the running time. 85 minutes. Yeah. yeah that's what Ooh, I'm saying. I think this is a movie that you're going to like more than I did, but okay. I don't regret watching it. Um, but I'm going to take you through my experience of, of, of choosing it. 
Um, so it is directed by a woman, Chelsea Stardust. And already there, I was like, oh, oh cool. I know. What a name, right? Wow. I'm sure it's fake, but what a name. Yeah. <laughs> like, good for I'm you. Sure it's fake. <laughs> hey, my name is technically fake. Anyway, um, so Chelsea Stardust. And I was like, oh, okay, that's already cool. And I don't know if what you're looking at right now, yeah. but do you see who's on the cover? Uh, I'm actually on to my brain is two steps <laughs> <Okay>. ahead of you. <laughs> um, but I did. Oh, yeah. Rebecca Romaine stars in it. Formerly Stamos. At, hey, we don't Sorry, mention that. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Gosh. Rebecca Romaine stars in it. And like she actually stars. stars in, yeah, yeah. Star, she's the high priestess of the satanic cult. And my God, she was the best part of it. Mm. Um, it was an interesting movie. There's a bunch of like random d-list actors like jerry o'connell was in it and nice. i was like i don't think i've seen jerry o'connell since scream 2 <laughs> yeah give him a job um yeah but like a bunch of other oh you remember happy death day yes which so, i which i would argue is a rom-com horror i love happy death day and happy yeah. death day too i haven't i already watched those movies when they come out but if you haven't been watching them they're up on hbo actually oh yeah so highly recommend happy death day and happy death day too it gets a big clinton thumbs down <laughs> so <laughs> a big huge two thumbs up for me anyway so yeah Anyway, the 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 black girl from it, technically Matthew Modine's yeah, technically Date Matthew Modine's daughter, for you guys, uh, you people out there, um, she also stars in it as well. Um, but it was funny. I watched the movie and I was like, oh, okay, it's a it's a pretty schlocky movie. Mm. I think um, it's a little too self aware okay. in a way that I don't like. But I think you like movies more like that than I do. Um, but the thing that freaked me out is. I watched it and then the credits came up and like one of the first credits was the screenwriting credit and the book I had just finished the day before Grady Hendrix. He wrote it. Really? Yeah, it freaked me out. I was like, Oh my God, Go that's so Grady. weird. And after like, I almost wish I had paid attention to that before I watched it because then looking back on it, I was like, wow, that guy has like the same humor okay, and that's not okay. even a dick. I, I think that, um, you could just note recognize that not only that, but I could almost appreciate the film a little bit more because it is like, very... oh, a smart person wrote this <laughs> who I like already. Um, it's more like this dude likes a lot of references okay. and, and, and stuff and, the the film is definitely weird and I would recommend it to anyone that one likes horror movies in general because it is straight up a horror movie Two is really interested to see Rebecca Romaine just be insane. Like I said, she yeah, was definitely interested. She was going nuts in it. Like in a way that I was like, I looked up afterward, like Rebecca Romaine, do you just do this? And it's like, yeah, she loves like she apparently loves horror movies. And she said it was a dream role. Um, and, and I, I believe her actually, mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. sure that obviously the money, I'm sure she got paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. But a lot I, though, or 
I mean, she was just acting really like she she really you know that you and I especially we really love when schlocky movies kind of it's it's almost like a Bruce Campbell effect. Like, yeah, I'm in this movie and I'm going to give it all of my heart, yeah. you know, and uh, Rebecca Romaine really killed it. Ooh, and so I'm excited to definitely see that. if you're in the mood for a quick watch, something that definitely is just like it, it makes no sense. Um I, I'm not going to spoil too much from it, but let me just say that there is a scene where someone gets impaled with a giant dildo. So that's just that like, is a huge spoiler. <laughs> no, no, it's not a Thank spoiler. I, it, I, sorry, I, I, excuse I, me, excuse me. I've it's been not spoiled. A, it's not a spoiler because I didn't describe the dildo. Oh no! Now it's spoiled. No, it's not spoiled. I don't think you can even. I imagine can just start it. naming shapes. Go ahead. Oh, no, I don't want to do that for the listeners. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to okay. spoil it for you no, but Yeah, so Satanic Panic, it's on Shudder. I think it's one of the better Shudder exclusives, even though if you have to ask me if I liked the movie, I don't think I did. But it is a movie where I was like, this is successful in what it wants to do, hmm. and I'm not mad at it. Ho- I'm not okay. mad that I that's, watched it. That's important because yeah. I realized today some movies, they, they get that rating from me. They're like, I'm mad at it. Yeah. And I it's mean, usually I dude, don't like it. Pr- pretty much all the movies that we watch. Yeah, I am mad at most <laughs> things, I guess. So here's why I have a question about what is a Shudder original because... Oh, it's a Shudder original, not a Shudder exclusive. Thank you. So because they have Terrified, which yeah. is a movie we've talked about before. A as Shudder exclusive. Aterrador, which they have as a Shudder original as well. And so Shudder must have given them money. That's what well, that means. Like from the beginning, I guess. Like Yeah, that's I what that so. means. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. And honestly, when I did research on that movie, I didn't I didn't look that up, but I'm yeah. I'm I don't doubt it. Because look up Tigers Are Not Afraid. Remember Tigers Are Not Afraid. Is that a Shudder that Shudder original? No, Shudder exclusive. Okay, I'm ninety nine percent sure. Um, I, I, I gotta give you my Shudder watch. Okay, tell me, okay. tell me. I haven't watched the whole thing yet. Oh. <laughs> and it has me in a place okay. where I am a little mad at it. Oh, no. But I what could still love it. What is it? Because sometimes when I'm mad at a movie, but then it ends up, I end up liking it, then it becomes like my favorite movie of all time. So <laughs> I think that's like the host. Yeah, probably a little bit. Yeah, I remember. This movie is One Shot of the Dead. <gasps> Japanese horror, like pretty much... I heard about it from you. I heard about it from you. And we both found out about it at the same time. Yeah, we did. I hate you. <laughs> Tigers Are Not Afraid is a Shutter exclusive. Yeah, told okay. you. Okay. One Cut from the Dead is a Shutter exclusive, too. Okay. I'm really mad at you right now. I told Poor you to watch claw. that movie 10 years ago. What? Okay, this yeah. is important. What minute are you at? Here, I'm going to... I've seen enough to know... I've been twisted Okay. With, I'm not. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, that I I don't want to talk about this movie too much yeah. because One Cut of the Dead is one of the best movies I've ever seen in the last like ten years. Wow. Um, and Japanese I, horror zombies. Yeah. 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 I think that's all I want to say. Okay. Japanese horror and zombies. Um. Yeah, and just don't watch anything about it just go into it because that's what i did yeah it was up on shutter i think as soon as it was up on shutter i watched it actually mm-hmm. and after i watched it i was like that's not like anything i've ever seen before and mm-hmm. i need everyone to watch it and delia followed my advice yeah pretty soon okay and now clinton's watching it 
here's a question for you. Yeah. This is this is a bigger question. Sure. I'll open it up to the audience. Oh God. <laughs> what? So here's a, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. Do you think that I'm watching this on my phone with yeah. headphones, so the screen is very small. Oh no. Do I need to be watching this on a bigger screen? I think so. Do you think is do you lose something? You know, this is actually a really good uh, question to bring up because one thing that I've actually been doing in quarantining uh, is catching up on some podcasts. Mm -hmm. I know it, it, I think we already discussed this, but it says that some people have been listening to less podcasts, mm -hmm. but since I... Because of the commutes being shorter, like no yeah, commuting. And... But weirdly, since I have more chores now <laughs> because ah, I keep clean, yes. um, I've been listening, I've been catching up on podcasts. So I listen to Office Ladies. I don't know if y'all know I'm a huge Office fan. I've been listening to Office Ladies and they've been promoting this streaming service called Quibi. Have you heard of it? Nah. So Quibi is like the next big Hollywood thing hmm. or, or, or next Hollywood. big streaming. So yeah, they have a lot For of really movies? big, like Liam Hemsworth, uh, like. Say no more, fam. <laughs> no, I. that's I the one know. right what, off the top of my head. There's these, like a lot of these people. Are, it's just another movie streaming so service. How they pitch it. Are we is doing that, the ad right now? I know, right? I'm sorry, but I, every single time I listen to the ad, I, I am curious about it, but not yeah. curious enough to sign up. Um, it They pitch it as a streaming service made to play on your phone. Hmm. So what's the difference? The difference is most streaming services aren't designed to play on your phone. I mean, we have... But they do. No, obviously they, they have access to yeah. it, but... It's like you said, watching what come from the dead on mm -hmm. the phone to me would have no like especially that movie mm -hmm. because and I hope this isn't too much of a spoiler. Um, the quality changes a lot during it. Oh. And when the quality change when I watch I watched it on TV, when that happened, it changed my experience completely. Mm. It felt almost like spiritual. I yeah. was like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. Mm. Um and I think on the phone, since it's compressed, you can't really tell quality differences. No, I mean, not obviously, as much. yeah, exactly. Like I can tell something's different, but but not hugely. No. And but, also, I, I watch so much YouTube and stuff that yeah. it. I think it's doing things as a movie that are super, maybe never been done before, really ex or experimental. Which, for a movie, is really experimental. But as a like. YouTube video or whatever other yeah. bull as you watch on your phone yeah. doesn't might not have the same impact. I might yeah. be watching it in the wrong format. Yeah. yeah. I, I would even say an iPad is okay. Yeah. Um, but I think in general, I'm, I'm not, well, I, I actually play stuff off of my phone every night before I go to sleep. Cause I'm just too late. It's like, it's just so quick with my phone, uh -huh. but I only ever play like things that I've seen before. Like I've been going through the entire HBO go comedy section. Hmm. I've, I watch like all my favorites, um, but that's because I'd seen those movies before. I don't really care about it. But if I'm watching something for the first time, I would hate to see it on my phone because it quality is a is a really mm -hmm. big thing to me. And mm -hmm. I think okay. especially for the film that you're talking about, yeah. because the quality literally changes. Because when I first started watching that film, I'm like, God, dang, it's just going to be this the entire time. I don't know yeah. if I have the patience. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah. a, 
So it kind of recommends from Clinton. You know, I can't uh, say either either or. I haven't finished it yet. I'm not sure I'm going to feel when it's over. But based on your recommendation, I am going to finish it. And you at home listening, yeah, yeah, no, I I highly recommend it. It is, it does something way different with the zombie genre. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool, cool. All right, should so, we keep going with Shutter? Is there another Shutter pick, or do we jump ship? Not jump really. genres, jump picks. Um, I will kind of mention one thing. It used to be on Shutter, which is why I wanted to watch it. But when I couldn't find it on Shutter, I was like, I'll just watch it anyway um and it is called beyond the black rainbow have you seen it is this the movie tell me what it is did you watch mandy yes okay okay you know what i'm talking about yeah i think uh papa james my father has seen this shut up what did he say Uh, i don't think i could summarize what he said um because you know I, i don't remember i don't really know i think he enjoyed it but he, yeah. So I don't really know. I couldn't summarize. Just because, so it's, I think his name is Pamos Lengthmos. I probably got that he, wrong. He direct, you're talking about the director? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that dude's done two movies. He's done Beyond the Black Rainbow and he's done Mandy. And Beyond oh, the Black. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And Beyond the Black Rainbow was his passion project for like. 10 12 years i don't know if papa james has seen this i was getting confused with the lovecraft movie that that's uh, out right oh, now color out of space yes yes but but i do know beyond the rainbow yeah. i think it used to be on netflix back in the day yeah um i think it's beyond the rainbow or beyond the black rainbow i actually think you're the right black rain- well whatever it is right. he, yeah yeah um when i saw mandy i, I thought Oh, I, I don't think I did. Need you to like see Mandy? It. Uh, I would watch it again. That's how I feel. Yeah, I was like, I'm not sure if I liked it, but I would watch it again to figure out how I would like it, and I would watch it again on acid. <laughs> well, that's funny you mentioned that. that. Was like my first reaction. Yeah, because I don't know if I would watch it sober or high. Because I saw it high, <laughs> and I don't know what was real. But I also don't want to see it sober because I think I would be bored, maybe. Yeah, the thing about this dude, I liked Beyond the Black Rainbow more than I, or Beyond the Rainbow. Yeah. We're just calling it Beyond because I don't want to keep fucking up the name. it's not on Shudder, who cares? (laughs) It's, you you can find it, listener, but um, it's not like obscure, like Janie. They've probably seen it, yeah. No, they haven't. Actually, I suggested this to my students, yeah, because some of my students were doing uh, a movie challenge last month, and I suggested it to them, so a couple of them watched it. And their reviews. Did they hate it? Yeah, they hated it. Yeah. They were like, "This movie is very slow," <laughs> and, and like, and it's very. I, and then it's funny. Then you would get people that did like it, and so I would get a review from a student, and the student was like, "Wow, just like so much atmosphere, so much world building," mm-hmm. and and you know that's why I don't know if I like his films or not because I will say one thing the dude knows how to shoot a movie the dude knows his color palettes he knows knows. how he knows how to make interesting compositions but something about like the slowness yeah and and I mean that literally like the slowness of the shots Mm -hmm. I'm like Dude, can I get this at like a normal speed? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, it's just too much slow motion for me. Okay. But because when I was 
high and sometimes time slows down when you're under the influence of marijuana. I had no idea if it was a marijuana or if it was the movie, but I was freaking out and but I also thought I bet it's the movie too. This is crazy. Like- are we still watching the same car crash? I, th- I especially remember the car crash being yeah. in slow motion. And I remember it being like, so I'm not going to admit things here, but maybe I might have been in a similar mind state. Okay. And I remember being like, um, is this me or the movie? Yeah. And I felt that so many times between Beyond the Rainbow oh, as well. Yeah. So, but the thing that I could tell with Beyond the Rainbow, Mandy felt like a horror movie in the sense that you could easily see the pieces and the and the gimmicks mm-hmm. in a way. Okay. Even though I do think it's a bit more original than most horror films. Mm-hmm. But Beyond the Black Mandy's, Rainbow yeah. or Beyond the Rainbow. So it is Beyond the Black Rainbow. Oh, okay. Beyond good. the Rainbow was a 1922 American silent film, according to Wikipedia. Cute. So I don't know if the Black Rainbow is like a play on that initial movie. I don't know. But yeah. Beyond, Beyond the, the Black. Rainbow. Beyond the Black Rainbow. Oh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. So... But watching it, I, I, I could, it, it's a sci-fi and, and you could definitely get it more. And I felt like it did atmospheric better than it did, than, than Mandy. Mandy did. Um, and, you know, it is one of these movies where, again, I'm not sure if I liked it, but I am recommending it to people because Who I do, want. What a monster. <laughs> <laughs> because think... you, what do you want? I, I just want to discuss it. I okay. want to know what people think. Oh, you know what? That's great. That's a great reason. <laughs> You're such a I dick. agree. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> You're like, fuck yeah. Make, make other people <laughs> traumatized Sis, so that we I can feel all. Like it's, it's a not seen as often. Yeah, I, I would like that. to see it. I'm, I say tentatively. Yeah. I'd like to see the runtime first, and then I would like to decide whether or not oh, I see no, it. Oh, no, it's long. I've got a good Mandy story, though. Oh, tell My me. My friends in Baltimore, Baltimore-ish Shout area. Shout out Baltimore. Shout out Baltimore. Uh, I have two friends who love basically the same type of movies that we cover on the, on the, the podcast. Were the ones that we met? Nope, not the ones we met. Okay. They love it. And they're a couple, and they saw Mandy together for like the second time in theaters. They went to the theaters multiple times. So I saw it. And during the second time, John Waters was in the theaters with them. Shut up. But they also love smoking weed. So I think they were very high and they were laughing during the movie and like they couldn't (gasps) stop laughing. And John Waters walked out (gasps) of the theater. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but also I think because as as my friend told the story, it kind of she told it to make it sound like he really didn't like the film either, or maybe it's it was them making too much of a ruckus. I'm not sure. I'm dead. That's actually really funny. Yeah. So not to sound ignorant, but I'm gonna sound ignorant. Okay. John Waters lives in Baltimore still. I believe he does. I believe he still has a main, his main house in Baltimore. That's pretty primary dope. Primary residence. I mean, it doesn't yeah. surprise me because he's obviously an OG. Yeah, he's but, a Mr. Um, one of the Mr. Baltimore's. But obviously, like, I, I, I would have imagined him to be in L.A., I guess. I bet he is, you know, back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. I mean, that's still dope. When he needs shout some more out credibility. John Waters, yeah, man. shout out John Waters, Well, I told Honestly, you I have a John, John Waters, Waters moment. Please. Oh. He called me a sugar daddy. Yes, he told yeah. me. Never forget. 
I know. I offered, I offered to buy him a drink and he called me his sugar daddy. And then I did. And uh, it took about 20 <laughs> minutes because he couldn't get any pull from the bartender. I couldn't get any. We were just both fighting like regular people for the bartender's attention. I want more Baltimore stories. Baltimore's dope. Yeah, Baltimore's dope. Yeah, we need a... I, I want a John Waters story. Well, I'll just Honestly, hang out I'm really scared of John Waters dying. <laughs> oh, COVID, you mean? Corona? No, just, I mean, eight. I mean, like... That that's kind of the messed up thing with COVID. I'm like, man, I don't want like I want Martin Scorsese to be okay. I want okay. David Lynch. Like, you want to protect these are the, the whites. I want to protect. <laughs> yeah, Bernie Sanders, stay alive. Bernie Sanders, yeah, <laughs> top of the list. Yeah, um, God, okay, yeah. So Bernard. beyond the <laughs> beyond, beyond the, black, the rainbow. black rainbow. Okay, so how oh. did uh, I won't ask that question? I was gonna say, how did you watch it? Let's just assume you bought it. I have a question, though. Okay. I think we've discussed this before, but yes. maybe not. We haven't. Okay. Why do people watch Mandy at midnight? To get high and chuckle? Is that really it? Do Is it like a midnight screening thing? Yeah, is that what I you're think saying? I've discussed this last time with you where I was like with Rocky. Oh, I think oh, the Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror episode. Yeah, right. yeah. And especially... I, I still, I just still wonder why Mandy, like it's it, a cult. Nothing cult. happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of Travolta, uh, not Travolta. John, Johnny Cage, Jim Cage. What's okay, his name? Bro, we're moving on. What's, What's his name? <laughs> Nick Cage. Nick Cage. I can, you said Johnny Cage. It's been a long quarantine. Okay. Mortal Kombat okay. character. Oh Johnny my God. Cage. Right. Okay. Well, beyond the black rainbow. Okay. So does that mean it's back to me? Because yeah. I got another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this one is a Netflix series. Uh, the oh. second season of Diablero. Oh. Which I think the first season of Diablero right. was eight episodes. And it's about a 30 demon. 30 or, or an hour? About 40. Split That's the difference. That's nice. Okay. It's about an a demon hunter named Elvis Infante. Um, which I think roughly translates to baby Elvis. So you've got that like kind of right. Wow. Or young. <laughs> You're right. And so it has this campy Bruce Campbell like appeal really? to cool. the lead character. And it does everything you want an international film or show to do, which is give you a someone else's take on a genre. Yeah. And so it does things with demons that I haven't seen before. And it's fun and it's funny, but it's also a little bit scary at times. Right. And the first season was great. And the second season is only six episodes. And it kind of feels like what happens to a show that has fans, but not money where they throw like half a budget at them and they say, okay, yeah, make an epic season with six episodes, like less than your less than you did last time, but make it just as good. And it's not just as good. It's kind of gets a little tired and they they push things too fast. So the character choices I don't think make as much sense. But it's still fun. I would absolutely watch another season. I actually think a great format for it would be as a serial where each episode is a different case and, and, or kind of like the Sherlock style, what they did with Sherlock, uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock. You watched it? Where, where they would do like two 90 minute episodes or three 90 minute episodes for a season and yeah. then give it a couple years and then do another couple. Yeah. I actually think that format would be really great, but as it stands, it's, uh, it just feels a little rushed and not underfunded. Yeah. 
So not as good as the first season. First season is a for sure watch. Second season is you'll watch it if you're hardcore, if you liked it, you know. That's fair. And you'll be okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very Clinton, I, I swear to God, listeners, Clinton mentions this show to me every single time we hang out. And it's not that I don't want to watch it. It's just like it's just like one of those things. And and honestly, I feel like I've haven't had as much success with foreign shows as most people. Foreign movies, yeah. But something about foreign shows sometimes feels weird to me. What's your problem? I can't even describe it. I, I, you know, I try to watch Dark and I think Dark is one of the most successful ones I've tried to get into. What's Dark? It is on Netflix and it is a German genre series. It's a sci-fi horror. Mm. Um, and essentially it's pitched as the German Stranger Things, but mm. with more of a sci-fi slant, even though I think... Or not even, I think Stranger Things is a sci-fi series, Mm -hmm. but I think Stranger Things also is like doing 10 million things at once. Whereas Dark feels, Dark is actually more concerned with like time travel. Um, But uh, it's just like something like, I don't know, maybe because it is something to get used to. And in general, I, I have trouble with shows. Like it takes me forever to get into something like I'll watch Something like Avenue 5, mm-hmm. where I watched the first three episodes and I'm like, I'm not sure if I super love it, but I'm going to keep watching it because I think it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes with foreign shows, it's just so much more difficult for me. To break through that. To break through that. Yeah, because usually the most successful ones I've seen actually have been in English, which are British shows. But even sometimes with British shows, I feel, we- especially because, as you said, Get British shows. Get out of your Eurocentric box, okay? Oh my God, I know. Disgusting. <laughs> no, what I was about to say Ugh. is that one... <laughs> One thing that I hope to see during quarantine, and I mean, I probably will if we're in quarantine forever, is Kingdom. Yeah, I recommend that as well. I'm really stoked to see Kingdom. Yeah, do it. and 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 I said all of that, but I really do want to see Diablero. I, you know, what other one I tried to watch years ago? I tried to watch the Brazilian one. I think 23 percent. Yeah. You remember that I, I one? I tried it too. It's a little yeah. Hunger Games-ish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's just like, I just haven't found that show that just sucks me in immediately but i i want to find it you're gonna get there you'll I'm gonna find get there. it i also love the green frontier yes Frontera clinton has Verde. talked about this before. that's probably my favorite horror ish yeah. series we really want to do one on series mm-hmm. especially foreign horror series Clinton, weirdly, is a lot more well-versed uh-huh. in that than me. Yes. But the only problem with that is that, yeah, it would just it, needs time. It's a lot of time to, <laughs> to watch it. But it does go quick. And I think you could watch yeah. three or four and at least, you know, get the gist of them. Yeah. Yeah. One series I highly recommend. I didn't watch this during... Actually, you know, when I watched this, I watched this in January when I was doing my traveling in California. I watched this series on my commute. Um, what We Do in the Shadows, the series. Mm-hmm. One of my absolute favorite series I've seen in a very, very long time. One of the best, best, best genre pieces out there. Um, and actually, it stars a lot of foreign actors. It stars a British-Iranian dude. It stars a British dude. Oh, British, um, British, British, British. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. I've been called Big out. Big surprise. I've been called out, fam. Um, yeah. So, cool. What we do in the shadows. I saw just a couple minutes of it. 
is it a show that I need to start from the beginning on? I would say. Okay. There is just this one. Okay. Can I spoil this? Spoil away for me okay. on this one. All right. There is this. So spoilers for people if you're really weird about stuff. And you want to see what we do in the shadows. I, I feel like if anything, if someone had told me this before I started watching it, it would have given me more motivation to watch okay, it. Yeah. But there's this in fucking sane scene towards the end of the season where the vampires have to go to vampire court, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's called the Vampire Council. Mm-hmm. And so they meet the Vampire Council. And it is every single major movie vampire of the last 30 years i'm talking wesley snipes i'm talking true blood actors Ooh. i'm talking i know i'm talking tilda swinton so indie vampires yeah. it was like and then the original what we do uh people were also in the va- so uh-huh. it was just like all oh, of these references cool. that weren't even consistent you know like one was tv one was an indie film yeah. one was fucking blade and i was just like oh my god that's like, funny could you first off imagine booking all of this because it was huge people imagine booking all of those people and two just like how referential and perfect you know like this is supposedly the vampire council that runs all the vampires everywhere uh-huh. and you get every major vampire you get the biggies. Yeah. yeah um yeah and so just for that scene alone I reckon like even if you just watch one episode, just that episode alone, because it's just so funny because it's it's just about like vampires. Yeah. If you're a vampire um, fan, that's got to be like. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty I'm cool. not even you. We've talked about this before where I like warmed up to vam- vampires. Mm-hmm. Wow. I warmed up to vampires and I just like it, it's still like one of my favorite scenes and anything yeah. I've ever seen before. Cool. Yeah. So, Okay. You did Diablero. That was Diablero. Then um, went into what we do in the shadows. But go ahead and give us another one. Are you going to point to me? Am I giving you another no, one? No, no. To kind of go on your uh, slant. So now we're beginning to move out of genre stuff. All right. Um, to go off of your slant on... Because Diablero is Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. So a Netflix series that I started that I didn't expect to love so much... And um, you might judge me. I don't know if you will. I hope you don't. Oh, I'm ready. Grace and Frankie. No, I can't judge you on that. I that couldn't be more out of genre, but that's okay because that's where we're jumping. You know, like what honestly, I, what I'm going to hit you with next is on the Grace and Frankie level of outside of the genre. No, honestly, yeah, way outside of the genre. First off, I didn't even know the creators of Friends created Grace and Frankie. Did you know that? No. I didn't know that until I started watching it. I was like, I thought Grace and Frankie created Grace and Frankie. (laughs) Right? Um, No. So first off, if you're a Friends fan, definitely watch it. Even if you're not a Friends fan, though, I would say get into it because... A lot of the problems with friends, especially, is just like dated humor. And one thing that I really like about this show is that it definitely makes. I mean, Jane Fonda is a hardcore activist. We know in, that in real life. In real yeah. life, yeah. Um, but weirdly, on the show, she doesn't play that she one. She plays the more conservative yeah, role. The other yeah. one is the crazy activist, uh-huh. and it's like really current stuff. Um, and like really kind of like zany storylines. Yeah. But Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin genuinely have such amazing chemistry that every single time I watch that show, 
it's like watching a comfort blanket. Like, even if I don't laugh out loud, mm-hmm. I'm just happy to see everyone interact together. And honestly, it has a really great cast, especially if you're like me and Clinton, who grew up in the 80s and 90s, getting a lot of older actors on the show, mm-hmm. because obviously, but I'm also just happy to see them like, um, who's peter gallagher's on it and i swear to god i haven't seen who's he from peter gallagher was like in a bunch of adam sandler movies okay eyebrows thick eyebrows oh yeah oh okay okay yeah that dude's on it um the guy from a star is born obviously not bradley cooper but his brother do you remember that dude Uh, no (laughs) okay uh i always forget i think his name is no what i think is cool about grace and frankie to jump in there and add in yeah is it's a show where the two main characters are 70s in their 70s yeah and yet it appeals right like it's not just a super appeal and we have so few shows where we have any diversity in age sam elliott is his name sam elliott okay let me i think if i show you his he has one of the best faces ever sam elliott oh yeah that's nice oh yeah is he the guy from uh yeah (laughs) from the the dude movie and he's the cowboy guy or is yes. that not the same guy it's the yeah same, guy. same elliot yeah so, so that's what i'm saying like fuck i never the last this thing isn't I just him. a movie for yeah. older women it's not it doesn't just deal with like and older it, women issues yeah this is is what i'm saying now trash no okay no why i don't know no <laughs> i just I, I was like i sound like, I'm I, talking. I feel like i sound like an asshole right no, now you don't no okay. because, because i think even that's if actually, it was a show about older women's issues that would be okay i mean yeah essentially that's golden girls right and we all like golden girls oh. but no the reason why i like grace and frankie to keep on that okay they definitely are the focal point of the show but we also i and this kind of surprised me. We do deal with the marriage of the husbands because I don't know if anyone doesn't know the plot of Grace and Frankie, but the plot of Grace and Frankie, and this is like the pilot episode, is that two women who actually don't like each other, um, but they've known each other all their lives because their husbands are in, they have a law firm together. Um, their husbands tell them that they are divorcing their wives and they're getting married to each other. And one they're getting I, married to each other. And is it a heterosexual, homosexual? Is that they're gay? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So okay. basically, and and they've been gay for twenty five years. They've been keep. So it was like a whole bunch of betrayals. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just oh now we're gay. It was like yeah we've been cheating on you all this time, and mm. now we're old and we don't want to live, live with this the lie. Yeah. Exactly. And so as a result, Grace and Frankie are kind of forced to live together. Like the first season was a lot of them just not getting along, mm-hmm. but then it grows. Um, but what I'm saying is it deals with that marriage, the gay marriage. And I actually think right now I'm in a storyline where the older gay dudes are trying to figure out the gay community. And it's just like, there's generation gaps. So it has a lot of strong LGBT representation. Um, Specifically with gay men, though, one of the th- my problems with the show, even though they're few and far between, is that lesbians just don't exist on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, while I also get it, I also don't get it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, aside from the older cast, there's very famous people in the younger cast because they have to deal with the kids. And so we have Ethan Embry. Um, we have June Diane Raphael. 
Um, and those are the, oh, and Brooklyn Decker, the other dude, I don't really know him too well from, from some stuff, but those three I knew really well. And we're also dealing with their problems. So it's like, I said, it's very much like friends in a way where it's like, we're dealing with everyone's kind of problems, but Grace and Frankie, everything is kind of based around Grace and Frankie. Mm. Um, and honestly, I think during quarantine, we are watching a lot of stuff, but I think it's great just to have a comfort blanket. And right now, Grace and Frankie is that for me. And so I really strongly recommend it if you're just looking for a good comedy, but it also kind of, you know, there's, there's good content there. I don't mm -hmm. feel like I'm just like watching garbage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. I think my safety blanket, my comfortable blanket, yeah. I would say, was Avenue 5. That's interesting. Avenue and 5, I have to think too hard. Really? But I mean, I don't mind it. It's just like I can't put on Avenue 5 and be like, yeah, party. Now that it's over, I've watched it all. I've yeah. got no comfort. Oh. I'm uncomfortable all the time. Oh. <laughs> so that leads me to my next pick. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to do this one in 10 seconds. Okay. Go. Aladdin, the people remake. Um, Will Smith what? is Will Smith is too buff. <laughs> And not, and you can't be funny if you're that buff. Oh my god! Um, I wanted him to be chunkier, thicker, rounder. That movie just looked bad. Honestly, the movie. Well, I mean, now I'm going over my ten seconds, but <laughs> it was fun. It's a fun ride, but it's weird when you make a movie based on an animated movie. Yeah, it's like, well, uh, wasn't why don't you know? It's you lose a lot of the expressions and fun stuff you can do with animation. I guess you can do it with computer animation, but the real people, I don't know. We went back and watched the old one afterwards and I was like, this old one's just as good. Yeah. In general, not I'm not into the live action remakes. I don't think they're I, too many opinions, but, um, I, you know what I found out the other day What's that Disney plus remade lady and the tramp. Did oh you yes. Know that? Yes. I didn't know that. And it's yeah. live action. Yeah, my kids have seen it, or they say they've seen it, which is something they do when they don't want to watch it. Shut up. They're That's like, so funny. Oh, I'm like, oh, can we watch this? And they're like, no, no, we've already seen that. Uh, and I'm like, I don't think you have. <laughs> I've seen everything you've seen. <laughs> You're like, I'm your dad. Oh my Let's gosh. watch Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> no one will watch it with me. I want to hate watch this so bad. <laughs> no. What? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a good sign. I, when I looked it up on Wikipedia, it was like, this is the only live action remake that has gone straight to streaming. Straight to like, streaming. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't bode well because they did The Lion King. And yeah. Even that bomb. But they used to do straight to straight to video. So it's like not that new for Disney to put out a, some like clunker. <laughs> yeah just feed the people the trash they want yeah just put it on the street i think hunchback of notre dame was no, straight to I, I think that went to the theaters okay i remember that I had a whole happy <laughs> happy meal line in of, of disfigured oh hunchback God. creatures for children actually to keep on the uh disney plus kind of um i also have disney plus and i got so stoked that both Dr. Doolittles are on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am sorry. Have you watched them yet? Have you yeah, rewatched yeah. them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, the Eddie Murphy, Dr. Doolittles are pitch perfect. Do they still hold up? Because I was wondering I, I about that. They do? I would say okay. they still hold up. Um, 
Yeah. If anything, it's just like, it's, it seems more absurd. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, yeah. man, if I watch this as an adult now, I think I would still like it, but I would just be like, how would this make sense though? Like how yeah. it, like I would just be breaking it down the logic. Actually, the second one has to do with a few, I don't know if you remember, has to do with Eddie Murphy trying to rehabilitate a circus animal into the wild. And especially post Tiger King, I was like, Wait, <laughs> but I mean, it's does still it a make good a good movie. companion piece? You think it does? Because I've been waiting for a post Tiger King. Well, they did a reunion special. Did I you watch heard, it? No, yeah, I didn't watch it. I don't it. think I will. I read about it. And also, that was good I want to follow up on Tiger King commentary because yeah. yeah. when I was editing, did we the get pod, a did we get a FOA request or did we get a what do you call it? Uh, where they try to censor you f- from Carol Baskin? Did she? Carol Baskin. Did she attack the pod? Do you? Are you at least fucking Carol Baskin yet? Or oh, are you stop! Still- stop! <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm still a yellow yellow shirt such uh, a- volunteer oh at the Big Cat God, Rescue. The worst. All my okay, cats and kittens. Say, we know Carol did not murder Carol her did. husband. Okay, we know she did not. Yes, she did. I I think even pro Carol people admit that they're like good. She that's killed the him. other side. I could also get down with her killing him, <laughs> and that's okay. I'm fine. Ish. Okay, we're not. Ab- okay, I'm not I- advocating. Yeah, I'm not advocating tiger death for anyone. No. Well, okay. Over the podcast. All right. What I want to say is when I was listening back to her new pod, I was like, I sound a little too supportive of Joe Exotic. Yeah, and that's problematic. Way, you, got, way, you were like, he's making way. more sense. Every every crazy <laughs> yes. thing he says. I stand by that. I'm not joking. I do stand by that. Yeah. I do stand. You're like, However, when he burnt down the, that alligator house, he was right. <laughs> I said Don't that let that producer take his rights away. Him and- <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I was first off, hilarious that we kept calling him Joe Exotica. And is neither- that not his name? <laughs> That's not his name. It's Joe Exotic. Oh. I was just, and I'm just, I cracked <laughs> up every single time I said Joe. We were like, That's the <laughs> we really made That's it. That's when he's working the polls. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I will say, I think I was too complimentary to the documentarian and I do want to recant that because I do think the documentarian did present all of this in very manipulative fashion. Mm, Okay. And even though I do like, I I think it was a fascinating way to tell the story. I don't have any, as a, a, analyzing its story, I don't necessarily have problems with how the story, story was laid out because it was interesting but when, when you get into the ethics of it mm-hmm. that is something i do yeah, want to recant were some because um mainly because it's clear that he sympathized with joe more and even though uh i i don't think i'm saying yeah carol got a bad rap because i don't think she did i do think that joe shouldn't have been the most one of so sympathetically led mm-hmm. and i do think that he cut out very problematic things that weren't in that documentary to and make joe look worse exactly yeah. like, like like on, all the racism where he's on he's on when he was running for president he was like why can't white people say, say the n-word, n-word. Yeah. yeah and i was like i'm 
like if you would have dropped that yeah like like that should have been like the first thing you know right, right. Um, but yeah but obviously yeah, yeah. But, yeah and so um a lot of those actually i want to give a well this guy doesn't need a shout out a because shout out. he's very he, he's doing well mm -hmm. but the joe exotic podcast that wondery did i haven't listened to it yet but the dude did a really good twitter thread where he was kind of parsing the differences between now, this is another filmmaker or no another journalist a who, journalist and he did the story back in 2016 actually for like esquire magazine or something no for one oh really for, he did it, he did it for some probably buddy. i believe that that yeah. he probably did it first and then followed up anyway so wondry has it out now and wondry is the main podcast that does all the like big stories oh yeah so um it doesn't surprise me that yeah. it's a wondry like my best friend found it and i was like of course it's wondry but he did a very I'm surprised it's not anchor. We love anchor. <laughs> Thank you, anchor. Honestly, I don't know where we would be without anchor. Without them, my house, my car, and no I would one. have nothing. <laughs> Thank you so much for the $13 we've made over the last Has it been 13? Yeah, it's been $13. High five. Hell yeah. I hope we don't make any more because it would be like a lucky 13, you know? <laughs> Oh God, this pod makes no sense. Anyway, so yes, I, I will say I sounded too supportive of that documentarian yeah. and I want to take that back. However, okay. fuck everyone in that show still. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Is it my turn or is it your turn? Um, uh, no, it's your I think I think I just did Aladdin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I kind of shouted out Westworld last time. I didn't like yeah, have it. Have you gotten any further in it? No. No. <laughs> Great. Good status um, update. I, I did. I did write it down. Um, write down. Don't so talk I, about Westworld. <laughs> my friend was like, we should pick back up on Westworld. And I'm like, <laughs> just that. I was yeah. just like, um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like sure. it's a dead animal on the road. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I should pick that up. Oh, God. And then just drive away. Rest in peace, Starko. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, true. Sorry. Um, okay, no, I'll I'll bring it to Criterion Channel. And this is a channel now. It's called Criterion Channel. They it's a have, streaming service. And there, and is this like a hoity-toity streaming service? Sure, if okay. you want to call it okay. that. Yes. Yeah. Um, it is very. It, it's the criteria. So everyone knows what the, the Criterion correction is, but what is the Criterion collection? Well, it's just like you know, very high. It, highly rated films and and by it's scholars or yeah by scholars and, and filmmakers it, it is I, i'm almost positive it's an american organization but i mean okay. it's it's so globally renowned at this point i mean the criterion channel actually has a fascinating um origin story i i think you remember this i and i think it was only last year um film reel was the original criterion channel and it and and it's and so it wasn't officially criterion related um but film reel had all of the like hard to find rare highbrow older films and but film reel just wasn't making any money was it were they like a streaming service yeah they were a streaming service yeah. and like i said i'm pretty sure this happened December of 2018 and then what happened when film reel announced that they were going out of business a bunch of Hollywood filmmakers like Martin Scorsese uh Guillermo del Toro Leonardo DiCaprio those were a lot of the, like the only members of the film reel subscription <laughs> service almost right 
they actually did a big push. They were mm-hmm. like, it is a crime if film reel goes out. We need a fundraise for something else. They're like, we found a cause <laughs> worthy of our right. time. Yeah, yeah. They're like, fuck you poor people, but we yeah. care about the poor The need to see this. Yeah, based yeah, sure. <laughs> for a fee every month. For it's actually not that bad. I think it's only seven. Okay. Or eight. Okay. So it's uh, to me, I feel like if anything is under ten, then okay. As soon as it's like nine or ten, I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, but that's basically a cable bill. Yeah. That's, um, that's, yeah. Right. Now, yeah. and Criterion as a brand has a pretty good. Uh, I mean, and so that's the thing. So like, it's reputation. not. It's not like it was like film reel two in a way because yeah. it was like the Criterion uh, organization got with um, these filmmakers, they raised enough money and they rolled out the Criterion Channel. And I think the Criterion Channel has had more success than Film Reel ever had. Yeah. And Film Reel sounds like a like a yeah. streaming, uh, illegally streaming website. No, it does. You're absolutely yeah. right. And um, so, yeah. And so I decided, well, I did a free trial just mm-hmm. because I wasn't, this was like early quarantine. And I was like, well... You know, I'll just probably cancel it. But the thing about Criterion Channel is it really does have films that you've just never heard of before. Really? Even yeah. for you? No, way yeah. for me. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of like, you know, I want to see these films. Yeah. They're already kind of vetted, you know. Mm. They, they've they been vetted through this intense, like, And there's enough press. of them? They've, they've got an... Um, a ton, they have over 2000 i want to say okay and i'm not gonna lie i would like watch anything on there even if it's not a genre i would yeah. usually i would be like sure and it's so global you know okay. like like it's just sometimes I, I don't know the numbers exact but they obviously do have american films on there but sometimes they just don't i mean they, they have just a lot of different countries represented they have a lot of different genres represented like they have a section for just experimental film and they have a section just for film noir they have a horror section Mm -hmm. which is incredible because what's an example of one of their horror movies in there eyes of laura mars so i haven't seen it yet but i am so stoked to see it okay because us more it is a faye dunaway film and it is an american giallo interesting that's what i said yeah is it it's new 70s 70s yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. there's not a lot of so new back films. when being a jalo was like fresh no exactly that's what i'm saying i was like today. no no that's exactly what i was saying i was like shit i probably never like would have stumbled on this otherwise yeah and that's why i really like criterion channel that it's not just the classics you expect like Citizen Kane, Casablanca, things like that. Actually, I don't even think you can watch those films I just mentioned on there. It's really kind of like the underground of the uh, film archive. And I really like if you just like movies and you like watching different perspectives, every single time I fire up Criterion Channel, I feel like I'm in class, but in a good way. Like, you know, it's like, wow, what cool subgenre am I going to learn about today? And the kind of really cool thing that uh, Criterion Channel does that Shutter does actually to 
a bit is that they do have like curated collections. So there's a Martin Scorsese collection. So not his films, but films that he chose. That I like he, that. Yeah. Things like they that. Do, they have some of those on YouTube too for the Criterion. Oh, cool. Yeah. Brands. Um, Michael Sarah, I watched talk oh, about his, some of his oh, favorite movies. Oh, those. Yeah. 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 That's that Criterion thing? Closet. Criterion Closet. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that's because that's like literally the criteria. I think it's in New York where those filmmakers go in and choose their stuff. Yeah. Um, and the, the Faye Dunaway one that I just mentioned, Eyes of Laura Mars, I found it in the 70s style icons mm, collection. Mm, I like uh, so the just collection. Like, yeah, just like a lot of... And then, you know, like Anna Karina recently died. They have an Anna Karina section. And so I highly recommend Criterion Channel. They have a lot of really good stuff. Like some stuff I have on my list is In the Mood for Love, Buck and the Preacher, um... I just saw I Knew Her Well, which is an Italian film. I, I didn't even know the director, but I was really attracted by the type by by the title, the the you always get like a screenshot. I was attracted by the screenshot, but I was attracted by the summary where it was just like an Italian 60s pop movie about a a young girl's existential crisis. What'd you think? I'm gonna spoil it. Okay. Um what's it called again? I knew her well. I knew her well. And it was very, and, and I, if you want to watch this movie, please don't listen to this because okay. I, I think. The, Skip ahead 15 seconds, 10 seconds, 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, I'll be quick. Yeah. So, um, it's, so it, it is like 60s pop music. The soundtrack was amazing, but like, it was a, almost like nothing was happening. It was just this girl sleeping with a bunch of different men, like very like, you know, noirish in mm -hmm. a way. And then at the end, she just kills herself. Like oh. literally, the, the, and it's a POV shot. And it was the last thing I was expecting. And I just sat there and I was like, that's a criteria movie. For yes. <laughs> that's so, like, you like put, you like smoking a cigarette. <sighs> that's so criterion, baby. I'm not even joking <laughs> because I, for a bit, I was like, I don't under, cause I wasn't even getting like, what is the message here? And then as soon as she killed herself, I was like, oh, that's why. And then the message is like, here's the message. Exactly. It was yeah. like pop dies. Um, Right. But Criterion Channel, I really, you know, do the trial. And I think if you like the trial, stick with it because mm -hmm. there are so many different. I think if you just love movies, um, because let's face it, we like Netflix, we like Hulu and shit. But like, it's not like they're popping up great content. Yeah, we've probably watched most of what we want to watch. At, exactly. It's, it's at a big some point sister you get to a spot where you're just like, OK, I'm going to watch this. It's not going to be that great. Whereas Criterion Channel you really know what you're setting up for. And if you just want to watch a good drama, a good horror movie, and something that you probably have never been exposed to before, highly recommend. Yeah. yeah. What do you think our life would be like right now if uh, if Film Reel had died? <laughs> I don't think it's like a meaningless... <laughs> it's too dark, right? <laughs> meaningless, meaningless question. <laughs> too dark. All right. um, so I think it's back to me. Yeah, it is I've back got to another you. pop one. Tell Speaking us. of pop, tell us. I've got that feeling inside my bones. I watched, I paid $19.95 to stream. Did that hurt you? N no. I, it's like, and next to the stage, Trolls 2, Trolls World Tour 2. I'm, I'm putting money out like crazy. Yes, Trolls people, take this money. Everyone who made this. 
take you, a, you get it? a dollar, you get a dollar, and I do that twenty times. I love Trolls One. <laughs> I even more love Trolls Holiday Special. So you know I'm paying nineteen ninety five to rent it for twenty four hours. So thank you for joining us on the podcast. <laughs> I saw someone on Facebook and they were like, "I have kids, and I can't believe the trolls people would make me pay nineteen ninety five. How selfish!" I was like, "Pay the trolls people their money, <laughs> mother ever." You you want Justin Timberlake to get that dough? Justin Timberlake, not so much, but everyone else. <laughs> Everyone, Is Anna Kendrick in this one Anna too? Kendrick as well. Everyone who digitized that pure, pure. Are you going to watch Cats? Did you know that there's a butthole version of Cats? <laughs> you just said digitized pure. And now I just thought of butthole. Okay. So I'm not going to lie. But going back to Trolls 2. Here's my wrap up of Trolls World 2. It goes somewhere I don't expect it to go. It has a, has a, has a plot element where I'm like, Okay, trolls. I like how you're like trying to avoid spoilers as if I would ever Don't watch Don't want to watch trolls. Don't want to spoil <laughs> trolls world tour. Um, however, uh, it does lose a little bit of the magic that the trolls, that us as troll. There's no magic. Trollites. We call ourselves troll. This is troll. the best speech Joe Biden never gave. So thank you. <laughs> For that, <laughs> you've earned my vote, what? Biden. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. Uh, what's that thing? He, he always like said something where it's like... Malarkey? Well, he, yeah, Malarkey. I'm thrilled to see Malarkey come back <laughs> into the common vernacular. Oh, That's probably one of my favorite things about 2020 <laughs> is being able to say Malarkey again. <laughs> Make um, Malarkey great again? <laughs> um... <laughs> Trolls 2. World Tour. <laughs> you got to see it. If you're a Trolls fan, you got to see it. I don't think you... No, I didn't even think Trolls fan exists. Like, we my exist. mind is being blown right now. We exist. Why? We are the ma- the silent majority. Do you not just feel yourself getting fucked in the eye by capitalism when you're watching it? Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's the opposite. You're, you're <laughs> fucked by nostalgia and pure funny... It's clever. I it's don't, funny. I don't know. And it's so joyful. This... And the song, the melodies. <laughs> oh, the melodies. I don't think the melodies are as strong in this one. <laughs> okay. This is the most. Okay. I just They do say, who let the dogs out. They do do who let the dogs out. Okay. Clinton made me but watch. it's not as strong. A film called Girls with Balls. And I thought that that was going to be. A French film. The. Oh, a French film. Right. A, a French comedy uh, You may have horror. streamed it on Criterion Collection. We don't I remember. I streamed it on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay, that's and right. And I it's thought the low point of this podcast was going to be me saying how much I hated this film. Oh, and also I'm shocked. To- <laughs> I'm not even being sarcastic. I'm literally shocked. I thought you would like it. So much so that I thought I invited someone I respect, Eric Allen Hatch. That was a to- mistake. <laughs> I could have told you that was a mistake. <laughs> to watch this with me. Or a little me. bit of a risky risky bet. And, I mean, you know, he, he actually had more positive things to say. At the end, he goes, that was fun. And I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, all right, we're going to save the full goals or balls thing. Girls with balls. Um, I highly advise we might talk about that on the next none pod. of you to watch it. Okay, well, here's the thing. 
You now have two movies that are on the next pod. Can you guess the theme? Baccarat and Girls with Balls. Or, and what keeps you alive? And what keeps you alive is a third movie. Yeah. So viewers, listeners at home, what is the theme? Yes. And that that's a good game. Send that's us your game. responses. We like it. All right. So I'm beginning to round out my list. The last things that I've been that I want to mention okay. is So you just wanted I, to mention Girls of Balls, so throw it on the bus, drive over it. Yeah. And and go. And also wrap this up. Okay. We've been talking yeah. for 90 minutes. All right. That sounds like about that's about enough. That's about no, enough no, no, no. Yeah. So this is kind of also and I really have gone through the list. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. So uh, one thing I want to shout out that I haven't seen, but I think if you're listening, you might find interest in it, is a Shutter series, Cursed Films. And it's a docu-series, five parts, about uh, famous films that have like really uh, eerie or dark production histories. So each episode is a different film? You know, that's a great question. Wow. Stump the teacher. <laughs> have you yeah. watched it yet? No, I really haven't watched it yet. Oh, what, you're just shouting out a Shutter original that you haven't even watched? Well, I think it's a cool docu. I, I like, I think you like people, the idea of it? Yeah, I like the idea yeah. of it. The only reason... Okay, now I'm about to really call myself out. The only reason why I haven't watched it yeah. is I I saw a review for it on IndieWire, <laughs> yeah. I think. And it was like, you're not going to learn anything. Oh, because it's already stuff we know, right? I, I think so, but at the same time, I, I also feel like sometimes that is overblown. Like, sometimes I like watching some stuff that I already knew. Is it a yeah. different film for every episode? I think it is. That was my okay. impression. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that makes sense because it's five different episodes. But yeah, so if you're into, like, weird Hollywood folklore, I would mention that. So I wanted to mention Cursed Films. I've been buying films more for than you. I ever have before. You. So I rewatched Uncut. Actually, you Clinton, rewatched Uncut you Gems. Have, Big surprise. Fuck you. Do you have a Blu-ray player? Does I have to Google? Does Xbox One I, have a Blu-ray? I'm giving you Uncut Gems. Oh yes, you bought the physical copy. Yeah, I bought a physical copy. Awesome. Yeah, I'm giving it to you. Because Is it illegal to share physical copies in 2020? No, okay. it's like you barring. You're so dumb. <laughs> you is I need to buy the rights to this. Video I need to bad. buy the visual rights to this oh DVD. Actually, for 24 hours, dude. First off, to encourage you all to watch to to buy physical media. Yeah. Every single time you buy physical media, now you get a fucking digital download. Okay. Two for I, one. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, this is great. Yeah. I gave it to a friend. <laughs> and then you have the digital version for yourself. Yeah. Right. Cool. Um, okay. So, uh, so one thing that I bought other than uncut gems is, uh, <laughs> it's a documentary. Uh-huh. It's, it's technically more an essay film, but all essay films are documentaries, but it's, uh, of the essay film genre. And it's by Jean-Luc Cotard actually. And it's called Histoire du Cinema. And it is an eight-hour documentary. And I am really stoked to sit down and watch it. And I wanted to mention it because I, I've seen it before uh, in film school, actually. And I remember when I watched it in film school, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But I want to make an essay film on the killers while in quarantine. Because essay films, and here's some 
film stuff for y'all. Um, essay films, they're documentaries, and most of the time it is original footage, but a large subgenre within essay films is repurposing archival footage. And Histoire du Cinema was Jean-Luc Godard's eight-hour um, tribute to cinema. So Histoire du Cinema, if you History if you can understand cinema. French. Yeah. History of cinema. And For I those was that like, have studied the tongue. Yeah. And so I'm going to watch it to help inform me to try and make a killer's essay film of the same uh, intent. Um, yeah. Kind of like creating a, a fabric of their music, but mm -hmm. also do a lot, like grab a lot of, of their footage and interviews just because I feel like... And, and this is just now me showing my colors. You know, I truly like one of the things that's been keeping me sane is just listening to my favorite band over and over and over. And like, I have such a deep connection to their music. And I'm like, I wish I could do something to just like pay tribute and 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 not just do like this bullshit thing i i like want to make something meaningful mm -hmm. because essay films are really highbrow and i think the last thing anyone expects killers fans to be are highbrow so i feel like i'm the only person that is trying to fuse these two things together but i'm really excited to watch this documentary to get inspiration because i think it's going to clarify what i want to do I like the idea of ending today's episodes on what we're going to watch. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my next big thing. And yeah, I also want to give one last shout out. I have been doing um, these visiting filmmaker interviews for George Mason University. And I just did a really great one today by this documentarian called Henry Ojimi. And uh, he is an incredible documentarian based in Nigeria. He has, you can look up his documentaries. Marked is on his website. And then he has this really great one on YouTube about sex, human sex, tra human trafficking, sex trafficking um, out of Nigeria to Italy. So Henry Ojimi, I'm going to spell that. Henry is spelled like Henry and Ojimi is O-J-I-M-I. And I am going to be doing a visiting filmmaker series on April 29th with Eric Allen Hatch. So definitely. Or you were before you made him watch Girls with Balls. <laughs> I haven't even told we'll him that. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so that's it with me. So April 29th, is there a way for people to see that? Where can they see it? Absolutely. I'm going to post it up on my Twitter, which I kind of changed my Twitter. It's May Soleum now. Um, but yes. You, slim? It, still slim? Still slim, though. It Just type Listen, in slim. slim. <laughs> um, yeah. And yes, so you don't have to be a student. That's one of the best parts I'm about gonna, it. Yeah, you I'm going to watch. You need to have WebEx. You should. I genuinely want I you to watch. WebEx. What is is that a... It's just an app. Okay. Is it on the dark web? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can download it on what... I, I even see some of my students do it on their phones. So nice. if you just even yeah. want to do it on your phone, you can do it on your phone. Grab a youngster. Find out how that works. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really excited to watch that. Uh, and I wish you all very much luck. Thank you. Yes. Wish him luck. Wish him luck. No, wish me luck. Wish you both luck. Because I'm just going to be like... Eric, let's talk about possession. Eric, I'm so sorry we watched Girls with Balls. <laughs> Eric, Clinton's in here. Can you tell him how much you hate <laughs> Girls with Balls? When you said it was fun, you meant it sucked, right? <laughs> um, I am going to finish with what I'm going to be watching next. 
I love it. I'm going to finish one shot of the dead. Think, think one cut of the dead. One shot of the dead. One cut of the dead. One shot of the dead. One cut of the dead. Okay, one cut of the dead. <laughs> Thank you. And then I'm going to watch Tammy and the T-Rex. <gasps> because that came up Ooh. on my shutter. Have you ever seen it? I haven't, but I've passed by it yeah. so often. Denise Richards is <laughs> Denise Richards and There's also a lot of people Paul Walker. I think that's why I didn't watch it. Oh yeah. I was like, I don't Paul Walker's a pedophile. Oh Paul no no. Paul Walker is the guy who died from Fast and Furious. Yeah, he's a pedophile. He's a pedophile? Yeah, his girlfriend was underage when they when he died. Okay. 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 I, Dragging I did not know. the I have peeps to, out I here. I have to uh, update my um, <laughs> background on Paul Walker. Uh, oh but Tammy and the T Rex. It looks like there's a dinosaur. Oh. It looks like there's uh, yeah. craziness. Yeah, it's no, by the... the director of Mac and Me, which <gasps> is that old no! ET ripoff. Are you fucking with me? Seriously? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut the yeah, fuck yeah. up. You know I love Mac and Me. The cult, it says cult filmmaker. Oh shit! From the I gotta mind watch this. of cult filmmakers. I don't know if he was the director or writer or what, but wow. Oh, oh yeah, my we gotta, God, watch, I gotta watch it now. And it used to. I guess they edited it for a PG thirteen, and now it's in the full glorious eighty. You know, whatever. What movie is? What year is come? Ninety four. The full glorious ninety four R rating. Oh wow! This that is ninety four. Denise Richards. Yeah. I don't even think I know what ninety four Paul Walker looks like. I know he'd be a baby. Yeah. Okay. No, no jokes. No jokes. He's dead. <laughs> but. Um, yeah. Um, one more thing that I wanted to mention that I watched since you mentioned Paul Walker. Uh, I watched Bloodshot. Uh, I'm going to need more. I don't know. I don't... Vin Diesel. Oh, okay. That's enough. <laughs> okay. All right. No, but is that, is that, that, was it good? Should I watch it? Would you recommend it to the people? How'd you see it? Netflix? And so it, I was, I had tickets to see it on March 13th. Bloodshot. In Bloodshot theaters? In theaters. Oh. And I canceled it because March 12th was when everything locked down. The theaters were still open. They were still saying, oh. Come and see Bloodshot. You won't get coronavirus. No, literally. It, yeah. was, the la it was the last release yeah. in theaters. I'm I remember not even when, they were, when they were saying, like, I remember AMC said, we're only letting half, half of the, the people. people. Yeah. That lasted like two days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if anything, I, I literally, I still could have gone, but there was so much fear mongering going on. Yeah. That was like, no, I have Can weird Can you imagine vibes. if you went and you saw it and then it wasn't I, that good or was good it and then you got good. coronavirus? It wasn't that good, but... What if um, that, was, that could have been your last movie? I think my last movie, I mean, I saw, oh, did I mean, we like talk last about movie. the Invisible I mean, you could Man? be dead. No. But we're all out of time, so you got to save that one. <laughs> I mean, just, or give us a 10 I, that, second. That, I'm pretty sure that's the last movie I saw in theaters and I didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Bloodshot might have been a step up. Was it? I think I will say that I think Bloodshot would have been fun in theaters. I watched it on that TV, which isn't, um, you know, tiny or anything, but I was like, just pointing to a tiny TV. It's not a tiny TV. It's a 40 inch. <laughs> that's I true. Think. It's true. It's good. Um, yeah, so I watched it on that, and that's a pretty good TV. Like, Uncut Gems is beautiful on that TV, just mm. saying. Mm. Um, and it just, like, I could tell. I was like, oh, I was supposed to see this really... Because, like, all of the action scenes were, like, slow-mo with blood coming uh -huh. out everywhere. Another thing I, I rewatched was the John Wick series, also, mm. in quarantine. So Yeah. I've been watching a lot of stuff. I watch something every day. You covered it all. If not more than one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Productive. watch something every day? I try. That's cute. To escape. 
<laughs> I think isn't that what this, film is? This pod is so long because we just don't want it to end. Yeah. No, but I, th- I I feel good. Yeah, we hit it. We hit. I, I, well, we hit what we've watched and and, and what we're going to shout watch. Shout out to Canopy. Also, y'all use your canopies, especially because. Yeah. Okay. You got a library card. You got Canopy. You got one streaming service. Have you, you been don't watching have to have Canopy? a lot of money. No, but I I could. You know, I could go run <laughs> back there. Um, but I feel like I'd probably cancel Shutter if I did that. Sorry, Shutter. I won't cancel Shutter, so I'm going to not watch any Canopy for a while. Well, Canopy limits you anyway. They do. Yeah. But I never really crack that limit. Really? Nah. Mm. I I can diversify. Really good. Diversify. Yeah. I just assigned what we do in the shadows, the movie, which is on Canopy, uh, to my students. So there you go. What we do in the shadows, the movie. Canopy. Canopy. Yeah. Okay. Watch it. Well, <laughs> we're getting through the the quarantine. <laughs> Yeah, we are. I guess. We're, we're still going to be here. Um, I have homework for the first time in my life. Um, so our next pod will be on those three films. Do we want to reveal the theme? Hunter versus Hunted. Yes. Okay. I it, I just want to ask you all the yeah. questions now, but I have to save it. Okay. Save yeah. Because yeah. I keep asking, actually, since you thought of it, I keep uh-huh. asking people what's their favorite Hunted versus Hunter movies. Yeah. And I'm getting a lot of really good responses. Ooh, cool. Well, you know, I love yeah. Predator. So one of mine is definitely Predator. And we're going to do a Hunter versus Hunted, Hunted versus Hunter international right so we're 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 keeping it with the o- oh wow, yeah the it's a canethian film a french film and a brazilian film that's pretty yeah. dope so we're, we're going to keeping the I original gotta say, fam, i think that's the first one clinton pitched that i said yes that to. you didn't say no to right yeah because usually I, <laughs> i'm like I don't know, Clinton. Like, uh, uh, no. <laughs> but no. But then sometimes you warm up to them and we come back to it. I don't know if that's actually happened, but it feels I, like I would it. need to look back. Yeah. Some When I've been assigning things to my students now, I'm like, oh, right. We did a podcast episode. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, what, what, it, it was Iranian horror. They had Iranian horror and we haven't done Iranian horror, but all the movies that they watched were covered on the pod. They did A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which I think was Vampires. Mm-hmm. And they did Under the Shadow, which was The Nation State. And I was like, shit, me and Clinton are pretty good. Yeah, covered <laughs> it. Uh, and speaking of uh, uh, A Girl Walks Home at Night from the Bar, is that what it's called? A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Um, I do want to see that director's next movie. I think it's on Netflix. It's somewhere. Bad Batch? Um, Yes, I do want to see it. It's mm. got enough weird people in it. And I know she's problematic, but I still want to see it. Yeah, I will yeah. say the only reason why I haven't seen it, Delia saw it. Yeah. And she was like, it's racist as fuck. So yeah. maybe don't. I'm, but, I mean, I'm hoping to be surprised, but I'm yeah. expecting to not be. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Keanu oh. Reeves is in it. So. <laughs> yeah. I think Still like, doesn't make up for racism. But, yeah. You know. and I, I think like Diego Luna's in it. I if think there a is lot somebody who could make up for racism. It, yeah, we do like can't. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. This is a pro. I mean, I just shouted out John Wick. And I will say Clinton doesn't like John Wick, so. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, And then I think probably after we do Hunter versus Hunted, we're going to go back to Latin America because that was a really good episode. Cool. cool. Yeah. And so. Remember when we said we were going to do movies from like every Spanish speaking place? That's the Latin America. Yeah. Series. Oh, but we could also South America, right? And uh, that Latin America is South America. Is that America? Well, I mean, like, I could, yeah, yeah. 
That, yeah yeah okay. i mean because technically brazil i mean brazil is latin america but okay yeah we'll yeah, figure it out okay. yeah we'll, we'll get there we'll, do we'll a figure thing. it out and it'll be wonderful and i would always i would love to do thai i'm seeing some thai movies pop up on my list um some horror, horror comedies yeah yeah i think horror comedies is definitely there's one. a lot though there's almost too many horror there's comedies. almost too many yeah. yeah but if anything it's it's a that's well, actually well, what my kids are doing this week. They're oh, doing yeah. yeah. And so for horror comedy, I assigned them what we do in the shadows. Okay. Um and they have to watch a little bit of Rocky Horror. Um and they have to watch the opening scenes for all of the screams. Oh god, yes, that's funny. Yeah. So um, yeah. So yeah, I want to get India, Thailand, we've got some places we haven't hit. Yeah. And we should hit those season three we or should. season four. We're going to hit it everything. We're going to bring you the juiciest I keep wondering cuts. when we're going to stop season two because I'm like, I just feel like we're going to just, I think we're going to stop season two in quarantine ends. So you might just be getting a lot. <sighs> this is the forever season. <laughs> I mean, literally. I was, yeah. I'm not supposed to be here this summer, but I'm starting to believe I am going to have to be here this summer. Yeah. I mask up, glove up. Who knows? Maybe we'll, you know, we'll get yeah, back to summer. Yeah, stay safe, everyone. I, I can mean, still get bubble tea here in Virginia. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Clinton, yeah. every single time he comes, brings me bubble tea. And I'm like, I'm just more surprised that they're open because nothing in that plaza is open other than the 7 yeah. Eleven, right? Bubble tea is essential. <sighs> <laughs> I. Yeah, I mean, and on on a serious note, stay safe. I I really hope that by the next time we talk, not more people we like die. I just, it's a weird. Only time. people we don't like. <laughs> Think positive. <laughs> I quarantine, I, yeah, <laughs> quarantine forever. It takes so much not to reference things I know I shouldn't reference. Yeah. So I'm going to step okay. back. Well, Let's just say yeah. that I've thought about that a lot, uh -huh. especially with older people mm -hmm. and older people doing influential you things. You don't even have to say it. Okay. I'm we, glad. I'm glad. We're I'm glad. All, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I think it's time I feed you now. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for if somehow, if anyone listened to yes. one hour and 40 minutes of us. Get shooting the shit. Giving our... This made us really happy, and I hope it makes you happy. Yes. Let us know what you're watching. Yeah. I asked my... I'm calling out my students. Oh, I think I already did, right? They didn't respond. You guys I don't expect any no. response. <laughs> no. I, but, know, uh, I know it's hard for y'all right now, but yeah. I'm always thinking of you. Hit us with something. Okay. All right. Well... Goodbye, everyone. We have the best send off of all, of all podcasts. One year. We just stumble. And <laughs> Until we're just like, okay. Until we're in a ditch and you just cover it with dirt. <laughs> Which is like the plot to a lot of these movies. I think it's a plot yeah. to. You know what pissed me off most oh, about no, here we go. <laughs> Is that she dies, right? I don't remember anything happening in that movie. <laughs> I just remember long, long pauses. Yeah, she shouldn't yeah, have died. Color. I really probably not. I probably agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you name your movie. I think I think that's the number one reason I don't like it. You name your movie after the bitch and you kill her. Wow. <laughs> we should have ended this podcast five <laughs> seconds ago. Sorry. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's get the bleep out of here. Okay. And stay inside. Bye, everyone. Bye.